Jesus reveals the Father, though, in a much more tangible way. It's one thing to talk. It's another thing to do, isn't it? And in his actions, he reveals what the Father is like. When you read about Jesus in Matthew, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 10, verses 13 to 15, it's an astounding passage. It's an amazing event in the life of Jesus. He is talking and mingling and just right at home with kids, with kids. Have you ever thought that God the Father would like to sit down with children? Have you ever thought of him running and playing with little children. Jesus revealed the Father to us as someone who is approachable, who is accessible even to children. Father God. Better yet, what about the story of the sinful woman, possibly even a prostitute, who wept at the feet of Jesus in the house of Simon the Pharisee in Luke chapter 7? Simon was repulsed. I mean, he was offended by the actions of this woman. But Jesus stood up for her and he gently forgave her. Do you see his compassion there? That was the father's attitude toward her. That's what Father God would have done. Now, as we're going through this, I want you to think about how do I, men and women, how do I reflect the Father God to the world around me, the people I know, people I work with, will they have a proper perception? Will they have a correct perception of Father God based on my sayings, what I say, based on my actions, and based on my deeds? You know, when you stop and look at this, now Jesus could never have acted that way toward that woman unless the Father God himself also acted that way toward her. How many of us have an idea, a picture, a thought, a concept of Father God as somehow being aloof, cold, and removed? Jesus down to earth. The Father God, holy, and sitting on the throne, you know, gray hair, gray beard, and a scornful look on his face in looking at earth. The judge. But that's not the case. Jesus said, he's just like me. You look at me, you're looking at the Father. This is how he is. That's, that's amazing. That's wonderful. Did Jesus ever run away from a sinner anywhere in the Gospels? Never did. I don't recall that ever happening. I do recall him going to the house of Matthew, the tax collector. I'm going to Zacchaeus' house. I do recall that he got a reputation for hanging out with sinners and publicans and harlots. God the Father would do this. God the Father would do this. He went so far as to say that God the Father, if he had a hundred sheep and one of them wandered off, that God the Father would go chasing after that one, leaving the 99 safe in the fold. This is a different picture of the Father God than we normally have. Jesus, our good shepherd, after his sheep went astray, when we sin, God doesn't run away from us. He runs after us. Are we doing that? Are we doing that? Are we portraying to those people who have blown it terribly? Are we running after them or are we withdrawing from them? Do we still remain open and showing them the Father's love, the Father's compassion? You know, Jesus didn't go looking for sinners in the temple. He went to the streets where they lived and worked. What about us? It's the old saying concerning evangelism. You catch fish where fish are to be found. 
that's where you're going to catch fish. You don't go fishing in your swimming pool. You don't go fishing for souls in the church. You go fishing for souls out there in the wilderness where you find them. In your everyday life where you work with them, live with them. Are they seeing the Father in us? You say, now wait a minute. Jesus was to reveal the Father. Now you're saying we are to reveal the Father? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Jesus is in us, right? How many of you got Jesus? You know, you got Jesus. If Jesus is in you, He is doing the same thing today that He did way back then. Revealing the Father through you and I. What we say and the actions, but also in the deeds. 